Welcome back to Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg. We're broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota, in the belly of the beast. We're brought to you today by Alpine Cabinetry in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and Warren Wessel of Warren Wessel Realty. I always got to grab my sheet, make sure I get his number right, because if you're buying a home, you're selling a home, you got to give my good friend Warren a call. Thinks the way you and I think. Sells a hell of homes. Sold my home in like four days. This was back a while ago, wow. uh, 2017, when I sold my last home. Four days. Sold in four days. That's awesome. Great customer service. Give Warren a call, 612-419-7453. That's 612-419-7453. Join us today on our show. Reading your comments is Mega Jesse. How are you doing there, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, we got some uh, great things lined up today. We got a great guest, Brad Kohler from the UFC, former UFC fighter. Great to talk with him. Uh, we're also going to diagnose the $95 billion foreign aid package that was passed by the rhinos and Democrats in the U.S. Senate. Uh, we got some protests by farmers in Europe standing up to the climate change globalist agenda. And uh, we're going to go back and talk about Jane Moss, who was confronted by East Fork uh, Ground... East Grand Forks cops for reopening her business. Basically, what we're going to do is we're talking about some serious shit today. Absolutely, because right? we're going to be jo we're joined by a congressional candidate. You know, if you were just a candidate, Brad, I, I don't think I would really care to have you in studio. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I'm just going to be perfectly frank with you. But you came to an event. You were invited as a guest yeah, to, yeah, at, to yeah. our studio, and we hit it off. And you know, it, it was puzzling. I'm like, this guy know him from somewhere. And then you had mentioned, I think either you mentioned it or I put it together. I'm like, the Brad Kohler from UFC 22, yep. one of the most famous knockouts. Let's get, let's pull this video up here. Oh, by the way, running the dials, Mr. Deep State himself, Dawson, you know, Hello. playing the leftist on our show these days. Today is lower body day. There you go. Let's not zoom to that area. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Dawson, in his words, not my words, getting a little chunky a uh, year ago, decides I'm going to start taking my physical fitness you know, serious and starts going to the gym and lifting weights. And, uh, yeah, he's doing a good job. Good. Cultivating mass. All right. Oh, what yeah. are you benching now? Um, I can't, I haven't been benching lately cause my wrists have been got, getting a lot of strain. So I'm doing the pec deck stuff or pec flies or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm doing 150 for 12 now, which sucks, but it's fun. Well, let's ask, let me ask you this question. Yep. You're a dumbbell, um, Overhead press? Yeah, overhead press. What I'm at you? 50s now. 50 you're doing for 50s? There yeah. you go. It's fun. All right. Uh, so let's show this. Uh, this is UFC 22. Brad, uh, this is you fighting. I think this was – was this – how many fights did you have in the UFC? I had two. One in 1997 in Japan, the first UFC Japan. Yep. And then uh, this one two years later. Okay. So, so this is – and what, this is Louisiana or something? It was, yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't have, out there, yeah. They didn't have a lot uh, – Places you could fight back then. This no, is they old didn't. school. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Brad fighting at UFC 22. I think we're starting right as he's coming in the cage. We're in the state of Ohio, born in a suburb of Cleveland, Fairview Park, Ohio, now fighting out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. He is shorty combat. 5'9, nearly 250 pounds, 35 years old. In the past, he has wrestled. Stop right there. Now, when you say 5'9", 230 pounds, people think you're a fat ass, okay? If, if they just hear those stats, get ready. His shirt's coming off. Look at this guy with a big old six-pack. Now, who wants to get in the cage with that dude right there? Look at those shoulders. They're crazy. By the way, Brad, I watch a lot of fighting. We were talking, and hopefully this show doesn't devolve into just fighting because I don't know how many of our 
fans watch it, but uh, I don't think I have seen any time since early days them just write very strong on the three <laughs> bullet point bio. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and good a, wrestler. Had a six oh five bench. Wow. <laughs> you shit me a six oh five bench. I would I would straight bar curl three fifteen. <laughs> you could curl three fifteen. I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's See, easy. That's 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 damn impressive. That's How much do you think? Can you what do you can do? What can you do now in a curl? Uh, probably about a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know I don't focus so on that. Was that with a like, was that with a bench shirt six fifteen? No, we didn't have them back then. Mm. Not that I know of. Six fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Brad's very strong. Six fifteen. Damn, dude. Yeah. Okay. Continue on. See me, me and McCarthy were eye to eye right there. Round and pound, and on a little tank like that, you often wonder what part of the body can you grab. Polar is five years Five nine when I was in you know, the gravitational pull. What's that? Five, speak five, five nine when the gravitational pull wasn't so strong. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but the weight is, as I said, pretty much the same at 234 and 230 for this. Skip ahead a little bit here, Dawson. And Steve Judson. That's the guy you're fighting. Look at the traps yeah. on that guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. Go too. back to Steve. Look at this. A jiu-jitsu practitioner. All right. Yeah, he was a top Gracie guy, 4-0 at the time. Right. Mm. And uh, trained with another UFC veteran as well. So okay. he was well-skilled. Yeah. I, my money's always on the wrestler, by the way. I love how Bruce Buffer still in the game. Oh, yeah. Big John now is commentating uh, for Bellator, but calling this fight is Big John. Go ahead, fast forward just a little bit, Dawson. Here we go. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's always better to give than re receive, right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any more accurate. I think they got a different angle right here. Watch this. Watch this right on the chin. In and out. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so there's your credentials, Brad. Now, we need to do a campaign commercial for you. And what are we going to do? We're going to put uh, Mitch McConnell's face on Steve. What are we going to do? <laughs> Biden's face. You know, there's this comic who's got this joke. Uh, is it? That's Shane Gillis' joke. The uh, how, It's about how Trump would be the funniest guy to get assassinated. And then he goes, Biden's the first person you could punch assassinate. All right. <laughs> so I don't think yeah, we true. could. I don't think we'd do that video. That would be, uh, that'd pretty much get him thrown in prison, probably. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically speaking, yeah. by the way, it's all metaphorical. Uh, but 
That is 1999. That's yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah. What's happened since then? How, how did you go from that to the guy that's sitting in this chair today? It's been a great journey. Um, <laughs> had my, my shares of uh, ups and downs, uh, you know, but, um, you know, just, just kept going. I, I just wanted to keep trying different things and figure out who I was and what my why was in the world. And, and uh, it was just uh, one thing after another. I'm businessman to back to MMA, to businessman, back to MMA. Just bouncing, trying to figure out, you know, I am, you know, got in a little bit of trouble. And uh, what kind of trouble did you get in? I, I got managed a UFC fighter getting in a street fight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple other things. You know, once you get a felon here, felony here in Minnesota, you don't get misdemeanors no more. So, mm-hmm. and that, um, you know, whole thing about Minnesota, you visit Minnesota on vacation, leave on probation thing is it's a very tough state um, when it comes to, you know, the law. And then, you know, I went through it all. I went through the system, did mm-hmm. my thing, and uh, I'd never been to jail. I've been to the workhouse, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, I, you go in there, you're watching clothes, and you're you're watching TV in your own clothes. But you know, it's still you're still going through the process of the probation and things where you know you violate, you go back in, or or whatever. They prolong your probation, and, and it was just uh, a very tough process to overcome. And um, when you're a target, typically. At that time, when I was, you know, at the top of the world and people, you know, knew who I was, you, you think, um, you know, you know, most people that would have had done something like I did would have probably got the misdemeanor, but they really wanted well, to make what, an example. What is the thing you did, though? You said you managed a fighter that got in a street fight, but yeah, I got in a fight. <clears throat> and um, so you were saying, so why you did know, you say manage a fighter that was in a street fight? Oh, when when you um, no, I didn't manage a fight. I was in a street fight. Oh, okay. I ma- imagine I that. Imagine, uh, imagine a UFC fighter getting oh, into the- I'm I sorry. thought you said manage. Okay, I got it. Sorry. Man- imagine mm-hmm. if, okay. Yeah, imagine. Well, I, yeah, I can okay. imagine that, by the way. Yeah. And, and it's happened. It, you know, honestly, still, still today, I'll be at, me and my wife can't even go out anymore. I'll be sitting there and people go, they'll wait till they're good and drunk to come up and talk to me and then start stuff. It's just like, mm-hmm. man, just go away. You know, um, that is a problem. And yes, I can still fight. I, I don't want to, though, yeah. you know, but, um, it's just ridiculous how some people think, you know, they get that bottle of courage in them or, yep. you know, they're 135 pounds of dripping wet. Now they're 300 pounds built with muscle and they can say whatever they want to without any repercussions. But yet, you know, who gets in trouble? You know, the mm-hmm. Rottweiler, that bit too big, you know, mm-hmm. not the Chihuahua, right. the Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, every every local town has that bar that, you know, they've always got a tough guy who thinks that, uh, you know, they see someone like you come in, they think, why not take my shot at this? You know, you're a big name, people respect you, and obviously, you know, based on that fight that we just watched there, you know, you're a tough guy who, uh, you know, that guy got stretchered out at the end of it, didn't he? And then some. Yeah. <laughs> scary. yeah. But, you know, it's everybody's trying to be famous anymore mm-hmm. you know you got anybody out there just shooting videos off and say hey you know take a picture of me doing this take a, you know video of me doing that mm-hmm. and and sure enough it's it's you know it's the last three seconds of a police arrest that gets shown not the first five minutes right. of it when they're trying to calm the people down or trying to talk to them or whatever happens in a situation but it's always the last three seconds when You've gone too far. Mm-hmm. The, the, you've drawn a, you know, a line in the sand and they've crossed it. And now you've got to do what you have to do. 
And that's what the people see anymore. They don't mm-hmm. see what led up to it. They just see this poor, innocent person who was doing nothing, got beat up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it, they don't see what leads up to what caused this to happen. Mm-hmm. Most people that are that tough don't go looking for fights. Oh, yeah, right. We, we, you know, yeah. it's, the one, it's the ones who think they have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and then they learn pretty um, quick. And, uh, you know, and I feel bad for the police officers that have to put up with this every day. You know, they have a really tough job as it is, let alone being added to that by people who want to try to make a, a name for themselves or be on video or mm-hmm. some, get some kind of negative attention. Yeah. T- Tucker says, anyone see the Florida cop who got scared by an acorn? I don't know what he's <laughs> even referring to. Yeah, I haven't watched the video yet. I, Tucker had sent that to me earlier, and basically, yeah, apparently an acorn falls, and they, they start shooting. So I'm not sure what, what, what the full, you know, obviously I'd want to look at the uh, full <clears throat> scope of the incident and everything. I'm also seeing uh, JL Jass in the comments. Looks like you got a fan here. They're saying uh, you're running for Congress. That's his district, and you're a good man. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. By the way, we'll read your comments anytime if you guys want to ask a question. And as you guys know, you can interrupt interrupt us at any moment with a rumble rant. And make sure you like (laughs) or subscribe or both. Yeah, like and subscribe. There you go. I think I'd know this by now. Like and subscribe so the algorithm says to more people that this is a good show to watch. Mm -hmm. So you... You kind of took that moment in your life and said, "I got to go a different direction." Then is that? I did. Sense? Yeah, I did. Because you know, you coming in here the other night, I think maybe one of the things that took a while for me to make the connection is like, and not not that fighters are assholes, by the way. I mean, not everyone's a John Jones, right? A lot of these guys are real nice dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we were chatting about John Jones before. <laughs> Man, that guy's life is just. Did you see the thing about him at the comedy club the other day? He's like no. heckling the uh, comedian. That, oh yeah, uh, came out. It's interesting, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's it 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 just seemed like you. I don't know if it's like a turn to Christ thing or what it was with you, but it seemed like maybe you were a different type of person. You know, I I've been out of in and out of my Christianity for many years. Where um, I did my last mini time in the workhouse, and I just you know was so frustrated. I was there again, and you know, I got out January first, two thousand eleven. I was homeless. I had two gym bags. 2011 Holy yeah cow. and uh that was it and then i was you know kind of much had to change my life by the I, way I, you said you're married so this you weren't married at this point no then? no no okay um and so it was, was you know you have to you know sorry you know stop you know letting you make mistakes you know you get you gotta stand up be the real you kind of thing is what i did i said yeah. who's, stand up and you know who's the real brad kohler you know and because I've always been respectful to people. I've always been really cool with people. I just did some really stupid things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what I had to do was start protecting me from myself. Mm-hmm. And I did. So uh, I actually moved into an MMA school, started training there while I was developing my, my boxing products that I invented. By the way, so 2011, how old are you at this point? I'm, I'm going to be 60 in May. Okay. So you so you were 40, in your uh, late 40s. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And way too old to grow up. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it wasn't like I said. It was everyone's got a different journey, yeah. obviously. So and so. Um, By the way, most people in their twenties weren't doing, or actually were in their thirties then, weren't doing that. <laughs> you know, I was I was blessed. I got to be on the biggest stage in the world. It still yeah. is, and um, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure. You're still a target. Uh, you know, the training to to get to that level is brutal. Let alone to succeed at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I took that mindset. I wrote a book called Prime. It's just a little 
kids book for for kids who've gone through hard times and 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 family background issues uh like myself and um said you know uh i want to write a good book to to help tell my story to these kids that are going through it try to help them and um i started my life started changing um when i when i started like really isolating myself from just doing the right thing and and really diving into my christianity and i always believe that you can't get away with anything because, you know, if you really believe in God, you know he's always watching. So your true character is tested when no one's watching because there's always someone watching. Mm-hmm. So um, so I live by that. Uh, my habits, routines, and rituals every day. So I wrote, wrote this book called Prime, talked a little about my background and what I'm talking about right now, and um, try to tell these kids today that, you know, it's okay to fail. It doesn't make you a failure, you know. Um, you got to set goals. You know, lead, have a distinct path for that and follow that and don't let nothing stop you. There's a lot of naysayers and, peop- not naysayers and people out there that will try to shut you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that's the fuel for your fire. You've got to, you know, you ever see those posts like, I'm doing this because I'm every MFR I want to prove wrong kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, and that's what I did. Was, you know, kind of like, I just know that I have so much more in me to give. And I just couldn't figure out really where I was taking my life to. Um, I came back to the MMA for a little while. My last fight, I was 47 years old. I ended up winning my last fight. I retired. What was the promotion? uh, It was SEG. Okay. Yeah. Uh, over here in um, St. Paul. You're like Herschel Walker. Wasn't he fighting? He's like amazing, man. <laughs> yeah. What a That guy is an amazing athlete. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Oh, Freak geez. nature. And he also ran for Senate last year, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, you know, I, t- I actually totally forgot about yeah. that. I was just thinking because he was, I think he fought at least 47 years old. He did. He fought old in Bellator like and Strike Force. He's, yeah. Yeah, he did a great job, you know. Um, but, um, again, it's a guy who took his passion to – keep being that role model mm-hmm. to be that inspiration to the, to people. And that's what I am trying to do. Just be that role model that, you know, Hey, this is still a great country. You can still drop on your butt, get back up and fail and keep getting back up and do it again. Right. And that's what's so great about this country. Um, we, can, we, can we go back? So you, yeah. I mean, this is so fascinating to me. And, and the nice thing is we didn't chat about any of this yet. So I'm yeah. learning this for the first time. Yeah. Right. Um, you're homeless in 2011. You're a 47 year old guy. Yeah, homeless, mm-hmm. not married, kids. What? 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 I had kids. I, I, I. Former wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. What, what's okay. parents still alive? No. Uh, siblings. Yeah, they're in Ohio. You know. Okay. Because you're my, from actually Ohio. my mom's still in Ohio too. My dad's dead now, but yeah. yeah. I don't. So speak you're to out them. on your butt mm-hmm. uh, in 2011. Yep. Uh, how quick? How how quick did things turn around? And, and then where did you end up? I mean, obviously you're training for MMA, but like so at I, some I, point you you end up in your current situation, which you don't seem to be homeless these days. And you just said wife, so you've gotten some things in order. Well, like I said, I mean, here's the thing. Here's I mean, if you can look back and realize that you're an idiot, if you can think that you weren't an idiot when you were young, you're still an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to grow up. So you've got to make things changes, make those changes in life. And, and so I did. I just kind of I moved into uh, this MMA school in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota here. Chris McCune's the owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's a saint. Uh, still, he's like my brother. And I moved in there, was a, a coach there, and um, 
again, while I was doing personal training, trying to raise money to, to build my prototypes for my combo hitters, um, I was reestablishing my life. By the way, Brock would have been training there around that time frame, right? Brock. Brock Lesnar? No, Brock Lesnar trained at the Academy. Oh, mm-hmm. I assume that. I that was the Academy's Park? first UFC fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then. Oh, so it's a different place in Brooklyn Yeah, Park. McCune's oh, okay. Martial Arts is in Brooklyn Park. The Academy is in Brooklyn Center. I always get mm-hmm. those two mixed up. Yeah. I'm not initially from the Twin Cities. So. And Greg Nelson owns the, the Academy, which another great, great gotcha. coach, legendary coach there with a couple other guys there that do a great job there. I think Rose is there now the champion, the female champion. But, um, uh, you know, it's a, you know, like, like the Republican Party. The MMA world is a very forgiving community. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was there in the earlier days, helped trying to build the sport, you know, blood, sweat, and tears kind of thing. There's probably not any fighter you could name from those days that I didn't, you know, share sweat with. Mm-hmm. You know, I got pictures of me and Randy and Tito and, and you know, uh, Shamrocks, the, you know, mm-hmm. Mark Coleman and I go way back to high school. By the way, uh, Tito uh, hated the personality on TV, but, you know, it's somewhat of a character they play. Met him in Iraq. Cool as shit. Yeah. Really humbling dude. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's a real person, you know, and and they they wanted him to act that way, you know. It, it and, works, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it listen, if you sell tickets, yeah. Why not? And I was on cards with, you know, you know, Anderson Silva and in, in, in you know, Tank Abbott, and, yeah. you know, I mean, I was on cards <laughs> with these guys that are legends of the sport, which was just an honor to be around these people and uh and again, just going from there and knowing that I could reach such great heights. What am I doing in my personal life? And that's, again, what I had to do. I had to figure out where, where can I go and what was my why. And um, leading into politics, uh, you know, things happened, and I just saw so much wrongdoing going on. And I'm not one of those guys who likes to complain about things. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to do something about it. And started investigating and looking into it, and uh, that's what kind of led me into this. And, of course... You know, after I build my net worth up and myself back up, grew my business out of my garage while raising my kids as a single father, I opened up two gyms and COVID hits. And, you know, so all of a sudden now again, here I am, you know, hitting rock bottom because mm-hmm. as a business person, you push the envelope a little bit, right? Right. And you, you, you risk. And um, uh, so... I lose my gyms, my manufacturing slows down, and have to rebuild again. So how do these decisions get made? Why does a gym that promotes health and fitness, mm-hmm. you know, pr- basically mental health and everything, get shut down when the liquor stores are still open? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Science. That's why, Brad, of course, it's science. That's all they were ever pursuing. You answered my question. I'm why done. would you <laughs> ask these questions? Right. So... And that's just it. You know, you get into this and find out who's doing what and who's not doing their job. I'm sorry, but if you are in business and and you run out of money, what happens? You don't just keep printing money. Our state and government keeps doing that. And Mm -hmm. and it's us who are the suckers who keep putting up with it. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of putting up with it. And that's why I'm diving in. I'm ready to, you know, I'm not a compromiser. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, another uh, moment you had told us before the show that you uh, started to get a little more political. Uh, maybe you should tell the people about uh, Gender Wars MMA. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, about six years ago, uh, you, you go ahead and set the premise for us. What was the organization? And uh, tell us what you were doing with it. I was approached by a couple of Japanese companies that wanted me to help promote here in, you know, Minnesota, in the United States. I just said, well, the same old, same old is the same thing. It's kind of like what our, our politicians do now. They, you know, repackage the same product and try to sell it to something else. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I wanted to do something different. And they were very excited about this concept. I said, what about man versus woman, but <laughs> choreographed? Mm-hmm. I mean, they already do it around the world. I was like, but here in America, I think it would be big, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had a, a friend that wanted to fight, but she wasn't a fighter, mm-hmm. and so. But I wanted to help her kind of see what's going on in the sport. I had, you know, other fighters that want needed money, but yeah. aren't can't fight because they're too old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, how can I take my pro wrestling background, mm-hmm. choreograph a fight with my MMA background, and kind of make something out of nothing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go, we got to make it a comedy. And, I mean, if you, if you ever watched Gender Wars, um, we had, like, you know, uh, Amanda Nunes, but in, in this it had a unibrow mm-hmm. and a, a wig, <laughs> and it was Amanda Nunes, okay? Oh, okay. And then, um, oh, that literally was a character? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And, um, and then we had, it was Amanda Nunes, who was Amanda Nunes, yeah. fighting mm-hmm. Chris Guyborg, okay? <laughs> and again, we had the same person in different makeup and hair, the same mm-hmm. guy, just as <laughs> them. And they were doing interviews against each other. Oh, it funny. was just so funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, stuff that, again, you got to look back and you know, okay, you know, if you're in MMA and you know about these two fighters, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very manly. Okay? Well, Chris mm-hmm. Cyborg, especially. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, Amanda Nunez got a little deep voice, too. But mm-hmm. uh, so, but, uh, and then we had in the audience, which was only four people in the audience, they're wearing masks, which was, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Putin, <laughs> okay, and, and I think George Bush, okay? Mm-hmm. We had them all in the audience, like in the mask, just, you know, kind of goofing around doing stupid things, right? We had to have the referee break up Hillary and, and, and uh, Putin from making out, you know? Just <laughs> we thought things. it was Trump and Putin that yeah, would make out. Yeah, they're ringside seats, right? Get on script there, Brad. And, and we choreographed the whole thing, okay? There yep. wasn't one real punch, not one real kick thrown. And mm-hmm. the boxing commission uh, <laughs> kept wondering where we were. We were, you know, they're trying to hunt us down to find us to shut us down. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were promoting it live, you know, on on streaming um, from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, that's perfect. And so they're trying to hunt us down. Like, where's Waldo, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, but they had no jurisdiction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't. They don't uh, have any jurisdiction over amateur kickboxing, right. professional kickboxing, karate, um, jiu-jitsu, pro wrestling, mm-hmm. all these that fit into basically what we're doing. So anything that is um, choreographed or, um, you know, jiu-jitsu, the only real thing that the Boxing Commission it's performance is... performance arts, let's be honest. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a skit entertainment Mm-hmm. Like WWE, yeah, like, and they like came politics. after us, yeah, <laughs> and they, like politics, right? Yeah, yeah. just know? like the legislature, right? <laughs> Don't get me started. No, no, let's get you started <laughs> but, on that but one. But it was um, uh, so ridiculous how they manipulated the laws to try to prosecute us, 
and we end up getting fined. And I'm like, you'll never get that from me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I said, this is so wrong that I eventually I said, I, you know, I am going to run for office one day and these guys are going to get shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we can't get the UFC back here because of our own boxing commission here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these guys that are running it are just such wannabe sack suckers <laughs> that should not even be around the sport. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. geez, look at uh, the UFC with uh, New York. I think it wasn't until like 2018 they finally were able to get in New York. And the big reason was it was just crony politics. They were considered anti-union. And so the Democrat Speaker of the House was holding up the the UFC from MMA in general from yeah. going to New York State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they like, could never do Madison Square Garden. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was Big John business. McCain, right? Yep. So yeah, you had yeah McCain. Yep. McCain, yeah. Way back in the day. Yep. And and then all of a sudden, then you get the right people involved with it, and look what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now, oh, you're gonna line my pocket with money. Okay. Well, let me rethink this. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the thing that's so interesting. I don't know if you ever met Dana White, because obviously him and the Fertitas didn't buy a UFC until I think 2000 or 2001. So it have been after mm-hmm. when you were fighting there, um, but. Boy, what a guy that's just no bullshit, and and uh, I'm going to move forward with this stuff. He's like very open, free speech for his fighters, which has been a big contentious issue. Especially, I don't, are you following it a lot today? Like, did you see ca- the Canada card or no? The I lead don't. Up to I it? don't have much time for that, really. But the yeah, lead up I, to it was interesting because Sean Strickland, the the middleweight champion, yeah. uh, Duplass has beat him, but. Um, he just runs his mouth and it's very politically incorrect mm-hmm. and he's beloved because you know fight fans right he's beloved by them right and people want him especially going to the Canada want this guy censored and Dane is just like I let these guys say what they want to by mm-hmm. the way Sean Strickland also was like yeah. well now UFC's got Bud Light they, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. endorsing what I say right. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious oh yeah <laughs> no Dana's a good guy yeah, it seems like it. You know, and uh, that's just what you need in uh, this kind of a sport. Because so, some of these fighters are uncontrollable. Yeah. And there's, so there's got to be some kind of accountability there. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, what do you consider? I mean, you're, you're running for U.S. Congress. My God, I saw there was a comment yeah. up there. Was it mm-hmm. Jay Less? You yep. ran for state senate. Yep, yep. Well, quite a jump up now in Congressional District 3, which is a rough district. It is a swing district, but it's a rough district. For um, Republicans, the thing that makes it better is Dean Phillips. Who knows what the hell he's doing right now? I mean, he's kind of running for president, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the truth. Oh, he's selling are. vodka. We know that. Yeah, he's still selling <laughs> vodka. He's going to do yep. just fine in life. Yeah, but, right. But um, him vacating it, you know, get, get rid of the power of the incumbency, so it's maybe a little bit more in play. But it's still, it's still, still a hard seat to win. Um, wh- why U.S. Congress? What, what what brings you to that point where you say I'm going to not run for state senate or state house. I'm running for U.S. Congress. I wanted to run for Congress three years ago, and meeting with some of the heads of the GOP, they thought I should, you know, walk a little slower with this and maybe mm-hmm. go into the Senate. And um, not going into the long story of the Senate thing, but I started at which is District 34 now. It used to be 36. It got realigned. Yep. Then I end up in District 38. Um, so. You know, I, I've had a better chance of winning the Senate race in 34 until they realigned, and um, which was, again, 36 well, Can then. you remind me, who, who's your opponent? 38, who's 38? S- Susan Fa. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so um, 
And she's now a sponsor on the uh, immigration bill to yep. try to make a, a uh, Minnesota a sanctuary mm -hmm. state. So, you know, you know thank that? God you, there was a good opponent against her, even though uh, it didn't work out. But, you know, it, it's unbelievable what these Democrats are pushing now. Well, I, I see a, a lot of things are, have been stalled, like the, you know, the abortion thing and then or the um, the suicide the assisted suicide. Well, I wouldn't right say now. stalled. I mean, don't believe yeah. that stuff. I don't think any of this stuff stalled. Well, even the sanctuary state. I mean, I know Alpha News just reported on it. Looks like this thing is stalled. But I'm like, no, 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 guys, this is not. First of all, they're quoting Dave Lizagard, the known con artist. Mm -hmm. We wrote this. Go to actionforliberty.com. You can read that. Actually, pull that up real quick, Dawson. Pull up mm -hmm. actionforliberty.com. Dave Lizagard. This is the con artist from up in the Iron Range who said he was uh, against Governor Wall's emergency powers in 2020. After the election, actually after the new legislature took effect where his vote really would have mattered in Walls' powers, he reneged on that vote. See up there, uh, top right, that's the article. Fool me, Fool me once, Connors Dave Lizagard weighs in on sanctuary state bill. So I don't give a shit what this guy tweets out. This guy, you can't take his word for it. So I wouldn't say any of this stuff is stalled. These Democrats, they're becoming much more radical. Go back to the front page before I, I agree forget, with you yeah before i forget mm -hmm. this uh dawson i want to make a plug here uh you see up on the top there we've got an event click on that real quick this is the dangerous dfl agenda if you're in the twin cities area or if you want to make a trip down here next tuesday we're going to be at the mermaid in Moundsview. that's just up the road from here great big event uh all about the dfl agenda and scroll down i got some special guests here i'm so excited <laughs> to talk about and they'll be on the show on tuesday we got Lisa Hansen and Jane Moss, two of the ladies who defied Governor Wall's mercy powers. I'm going to talk about exactly why we got to pass the Never Again bill. And uh, these two ladies, in my my opinion, they're heroes, what they did. Um, Jane Moss actually just shut down the Boardwalk Bar and Grill in East Grand Forks after many, many tough years in business. Uh, it's hard to get staffed these days. That's really the reason she went down. And Lisa Hansen, as a lot of you guys know, a lot of you guys know I actually went to jail. For disobeying Governor Walls and Mercy Powers, mm -hmm. so we're gonna have these two ladies that night, plus uh, Senator Wiesenberg speaking. Um, what else? Eric Mortensen. Mortensen, yep, new president, yep. Action for Liberty, speaking that night. Great event at the Mermaid and Mounds. That's Tuesday, February twentieth. Just go to actionforliberty.com and and RS the twentieth. You said the twentieth. Okay. Yep. So next Tuesday, okay. and then we'll have uh, Lisa and Jane on this show on tuesday i cannot wait for that wow and maybe lisa monet too um she's having some uh, back trouble so uh or back back pain so i'm not certain we're gonna get her but um where was i going with this oh congress yeah so you wanna so you you were encouraged to run for senate in 2022 mm -hmm. now you're kind of fulfilling the dream you had maybe three years ago at the higher stage so that means there must be some federal issue that's really guiding your your view in politics. I mean, you talk about the boxing commission, but like, what's the big federal issue that's got you uh, so interested in running for that seat? Uh, where do you start? Right. I mean, <laughs> well, let's we'll start somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I think this international uh, money going overseas mm -hmm. um, is ridiculous, and it, it's our money. Uh, we have needs here at home that need to be addressed before we start helping silly wars across the country, across the world. Uh, so, yeah, first of all, I'm against this war, mm -hmm. but I'm also, you know, it's crazy. I got to say this, but, uh, which one are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you're right. There's, there's, a couple, right? Yeah, you're right. There's yeah, any of them. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, good. 
But our aid to them is, look, you know, I understand we have allies and stuff over there, but, you know, they've got to learn to defend themselves. And, and um, you know, we can't just keep stepping in every time, you know, little brother, you know, is in a fight. We, mm-hmm. We've got to protect ourselves, our borders. We've got to stop taking our taxpayer doing. money. What's that? Which we're not doing. Clearly. Which we're not doing. Yeah. We're being invaded right now. And mm-hmm. um, I'm all, don't get me wrong. I'm all for legal immigration, you know. And, but what's going on right now is a stress on all of us. So, again, I'm not going to talk about it. I'd rather do something about it. You know, if, if my voice could be heard, if this is what the people want and want someone to step up there and say what's on their minds, like, no, we're not, you're not taking our money. We're, mm-hmm. not, we're not kicking in to this, you know, democratic agenda, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I want to be able to say that. I want to say that for our people. I yeah, you sound that. like an America first candidate, you know, which is exactly what our country needs right now. We need people focused on our own country. We've got our own problems at home. We've got the debt that is going crazy. And, uh, you know, we're making all these enemies around the world. So if you're America first, I'd love to hear that. It's bad business. Mm-hmm. Well, it really is. It is bad business. Dawson, and pull up that chart here that's on our Twitter account or X account, I'm sorry, uh, the one with the money. Yeah, so this is, this is from Breakpoints. Go ahead and click on that blow it up a bit um we did notice beforehand uh the uh the chart <laughs> levels don't quite match the amounts but let's just if you focus on the amounts this 95 billion dollar senate bill this had 22 rhinos supporting it mm-hmm. fake conservatives like Joan ernst in iowa right yeah uh and uh and your boy uh john Ken- was it john <laughs> yeah kennedy? john kennedy yeah. i mean almost all of them it's it's unbelievable so uh they're looking at 60 billion dollars more in money laundering to ukraine Fourteen and a half billion dollars to Israel, or fourteen point one billion dollars to Israel. Eight billion dollars, basically Taiwan. Um, this, so the big complaint in Washington D.C. right now, Brad, because uh, obviously Republicans have control of the U.S. House. I'll use the term "control" very loosely here, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're upset because that wasn't tied to border security and i'm just going back and going screw any foreign aid is that a i mean do you have any issue with this statement we shouldn't give a dime of our money take take from taxpayers here in the united states and give a dime of aid to people overseas or to foreign countries we should secure the border and reduce our debt right yes absolutely i don't feel like there's a lot of people talking that way on Washington, D.C. right now. It seems like mm-hmm. the counterpoint to this, and I often criticize the political dialogue, is, you know, that it seems like the, the big conversation on Washington, D.C. is Democrats think the taxes should be 39%. Republicans think it should be 36%. I'm like, uh, I think it should be zero. How about that conversation? <laughs> yep. So right now it's like, we think it should be $95 billion in aid. We think it should be $95 billion or maybe $60 billion in aid and border secure. It's like, No! Stop giving our money. That to me is theft. That is clear theft. Thank you are, you. and by the way, you're mm-hmm. not even just stealing from our pockets. What you're doing is you're stealing from my children because they're our financing future, yep. this debt. That's what I was about to say. You're right. Mm-hmm. From our kids' future. Because, you know, not are we paying for it, but they're going to end up paying for it as well. And, you know, if you look at what, the way this country is going towards a renter's country, um, they're not going to be able to afford a home in, in 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so a big problem right now. It's, 
it's a problem right now, let alone mm -hmm. 15, 20 years. So this has got to stop. And, you know, I would say, look, you know, they're compromising at our expense. Right. And I don't think you understand what we're going through unless you've been through it. So I'm one of those people, like a lot of us, have been through it. And I understand that it's, you know, a lot of people fear running for office and they, they don't have that courage to stand up for other people. And, and that's what my campaign's all about, having that courage, you mm -hmm. know, to fight these people and fight for our rights and our voice needs to be heard and we have to get our country back and our state back. Mm -hmm. We've got to get it back. This is what's going on is a crime. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is a crime and they're getting away with it. And I got to say, we've let them. We've not done anything about it. We need as Republicans to together fight this. We can't just sit by idly no more. We've got to be more aggressive to this. Well, I mean, I, I literally think these guys are traitors. And, and I think the Republicans, just as much, that have been mm -hmm. giving any of our money to Ukraine. I was saying this to Dawson beforehand, because Dawson either likes to play the leftist argument or just devil's advocate. I don't know why you would advocate for the devil, but go ahead. Keep advocating for him <laughs> there, Dawson. <laughs> just giving you shit, all right? Are we talking about war now or what? Well, what we remember talking? we were talking about, um, you know, I was criticizing this whole policy in Ukraine. I think it was more specific to Ukraine. And I said, let's just give the devil his due here. Let's say the Democrats. Okay. I still think it's immoral what they're doing because they're stealing from us or stealing from future generations to fund this thing. Mm -hmm. Plus, they're going to aid war effort, which is killing innocent civilians. Get past the more argument. The Democrats maybe have a legit strategy here in the sense that they're weakening Russia. Russia's bogged down having to fight a war, and they have to now put all these time and resources into fighting in Ukraine. Let's give the devil's due. Maybe that's the strategy. Now, you can't do this without the moral argument here. I right. have a problem funding war that's uh, killing innocent civilians. I have a problem taking from us when our border has literally allowed a terrorist to come into Minnesota, yep. and we're not doing something about that. And then uh, beyond and above that, the principles of blowback. It's like, you know, the left has gone so crazy where they're criticizing Tucker Carlson for even daring to interview Vladimir Putin, even though <laughs> mm -hmm. they've interviewed Putin many times. Yeah. Well, why don't you listen to the damn interview? You know, why don't you listen to the thing and hear Vladimir Putin? Now, I'm not saying Vladimir Putin is right about everything or even being honest about everything but i think we could learn that he actually would end the war there are ways to end the war and they mm -hmm. don't want that they want to prolong this thing and i dare say it has a lot to do with funding the military industrial complex you give 60 billion dollars in forward aid to uh, ukraine and they got to come buy u.s weapons somebody's making a ton of money off of that and you and I and, and our children, you know, are Biden even admitted that Biden even said that, you know, this is for American jobs. <laughs> you know, I don't think of the military industrial complex creating weapons for. Uh, whoa, <laughs> I don't know what just happened on right there. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think of it as American jobs when we're, uh, you know, building uh, these weapons and ammunition and everything for uh, a war to continue on in Ukraine, uh, especially when Ukraine is losing the war. Anybody with common sense who's just viewing it objectively can see that Russia is going to win it. It's just a matter of when. Yep. Carla Nelson says, hey, sorry I'm late. Why don't I get the emails anymore? I haven't seen the Patriot Carla Nelson, not to be confused with Senator Carla Nelson, who's mm -hmm. not a Patriot. Senator, or uh, the Patriot <laughs> Carla Nelson, great fan. Uh, Carla, I'm going to write on here to 
Make sure you get on the email list. I don't know why you aren't on it. There you go. Because I definitely want you to get those emails. Mm -hmm. So um, good to see Badhead Harry says Russia has too many allies who hate the USA to go broke. By the way, that was the other interesting thing about uh, the. Did you watch the Tucker interview? I did not. No. It's. it's you've said this after on working. I'm working on the campaign. Yeah, it's, it's I'll just put it this way: if you get a little time it. to mm -hmm. do it, you got to just speed through the first 45 yep. minutes. Literally, Vladimir Putin gives a 45 minute diatribe on the history of Russia and then how it led to the Ukraine. So you can, you can just fast forward that. But it's yeah. so fascinating to watch that interview. I think it's very important. Mm -hmm. um, are you following... I want to talk about this today. That's why I put it on the show notes. Are you following what's going on in Europe with this, uh, the farmers revolting over the climate change policies? You know, I heard a little bit about it, Jake, but I, I really, again, focus right now on my campaign. Right? You know, this, this, a lot of this negativeness... You, you get wrapped up on it. I, I, I get home. She's watching it. I go, get that news off. I can't watch it. You know? What's she watching, Fox News? Yeah, I just yeah, I can't watch true. it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, whatever's going here, just the negative, it just you get locked into it. Yeah. Next thing you know, an hour later, I go, oh, my God, I got so much to do. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, my time is so tight right now. I'm sure you understand that you have to work. You got so many things to do, not just at home, but, you know, if I'm running a campaign as well, I'm mm -hmm. somewhere every night. Right. And my time is very limited to watch TV. So um, I, I'm not really up. I, I can't try to catch it on the highlights on, when I'm looking at my emails, but some of these things, it's like going, give me a rest. Brad, you know? Brad, mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out here. Yeah. Okay. All you got to do, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 1 o'clock hour, <laughs> and you got to tune in right here. You'll get all the news you need. If, if we're not talking about it, you don't need to know it. Right? <laughs> Simple as that. Here's why I wanted to bring this up. Because obviously, I'm just going to make an assumption. You're America first kind of candidate. That uh, this cli is climate change a scam? Do you do you believe that? Do you think this whole push for climate change and uh, zero carbon emissions by 2030, 2040, whatever it is, is some bit of a scam? Yep. Okay. <laughs> you, your face. Thank God. Like, I was like, is this <laughs> interesting? <laughs> okay, Dawson, you you don't fall in this camp yet, right? I no. Okay, I, I'd say yet yeah, because I think well, you will. I I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Is the weatherman ever right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. They, they can't predict <laughs> crap, let alone what's going to happen next year or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, well, no matter what they're doing to try to tell you the forecast, they're wrong almost every time. Well, yeah. and they'll argue that it's a gradual thing. Yeah, we can't predict exactly precisely, but the Earth is warming, and but they, didn't it? Well, a million the, years ago, too? It did, yes. Isn't it Absolutely. going through a, its natural cycle in some way? Yeah. Isn't common sense, common sense anywhere where, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, the earth is taking its turn at, at doing things, too. It's like mm -hmm. it, it's not going to be the same whether we were on this planet or not. Mm -hmm. I think it, I think we do have an impact on it. Let's go ahead to that. Yeah, and I'm uh, seeing uh, we got a rumble rant here from Bad Hat Harry. $20. Appreciate that. Says A4L has all the news you need, so we appreciate you saying that. <laughs> appreciate that. And, you know, I, like you're saying here, Brad, uh, if we were really concerned about uh, carbon emissions, why was the Nord Stream pipeline blown up, <laughs> which is considered to be the biggest ecological terrorist uh, attack ever, and it's uh, going to be the most carbon emission ever. Uh, so... Uh, if if these uh, Democrats and the uh, the deep state was truly concerned about it, uh, why would they not be investigating who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline? By the way, it's almost Putin, like they're behind it. Putin knew who was behind it. That was another thing from the Tucker interview. Yeah, he said CIA. Yeah, Odd One says Dawson seriously <laughs> believes the climate liars. He, 
What, what, Dawson, let me ask you this question. Yep. What would you, how would you categorize your views on this subject? Yeah. I don't I, want to put words in your mouth. That is fair. Let me pull up my document that I wrote on it today. My whoa, general whoa, 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 thought hold is. Hold on, hold on. Oh, time out. <laughs> let me get a, Who I, let me what? get a Coke. Uh, I wasn't, <laughs> yeah. I may have been born, but I wasn't born yesterday. You didn't just write this up today. Did yes, you I have did. AI write this for you? I wrote this up today before. You did not write this up today. Yes, I did. Okay, whatever. All right, go ahead. I'll play this facade. We are in. We're in one of your scripted uh, shows here, Brad. <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna pretend like he. Oh, you wrote this. Go ahead, read it, Dawson. There's gotta be a lot of at least copy. He, can, he clocked in at 4 a.m. Okay. Yeah. I have a buddy. That, I have a buddy. <laughs> yeah. I have a buddy that's running this like kind of uh, satire site, and he's so bad at writing. And he sent me one of the satire articles, and I go, "All right, who wrote this for you?" And he's like, "I did." I'm like, "Let's be honest. We went to college together. I knew the guy couldn't write." I'm like, "Who wrote this for you?" He's like. I did. I'm telling you, I'm like, oh, shit. You used chat GPT. He's like, yeah, I did. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It really did make it better. <laughs> All right. So uh, what? let's go back to your document, Dawson. Mm -hmm. What What are your views on climate change? Yeah. So, well, I'm going to take it as a compliment that you think that I had to get an AI to write this because <laughs> it was fun to do. Actually, so I just left the show planning and I was like, okay, so what are the questions or what are the points that are brought up against climate change typically? And then those are my bullet points. So my thought process is that humans are causing global warming and, or are a factor in global warming and that that's a bad thing. And how much? Yes. How, how See, much I, I don't, I don't even deny it? what you're saying. I yep. think they contribute to war a warming climate. Yep. How much, and to what degree? Well, so so we ag we agree that humans are contributing to a warming. I think you have to be naive to say that we have no impact on the climate. Mm -hmm. I agree with you on that one. We do. Yeah. I think yep. everyone yeah. agrees on it. I think some people. That's the problem with politics. You get stubborn and decamps. But <clears throat> but it's like we 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 have an impact on the earth. The idea that we can ruin the earth is so naive to think of. We need to be humbled by Mother Nature every once in a while to realize we really can't make that much of but an impact. we've been brainwashed for so long about the scare tactics that they throw at us. Right. California has been supposed to be dropping in the ocean since I can remember. Yes, okay. you and I are old okay, enough. These guys are young. It's like, come on. That yeah. was a scare we're, we're in the 90s. Like, oh, my God. You know, why yes. I'm not moving to California. <laughs> you know, not without a boat. You know what I mean? But um, do, uh, do you come remember on. the Tool song? Uh, and uh, what which Tool song is that? They, it's uh, it's about it's learn to swim. Oh shoot, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, but it's 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 about some say the comet will fall from the sky, followed by meteor showers and tidal waves, followed by fault lines that cannot sit still, followed by millions of dumbfounding dipshits. And then the <laughs> uh, course is learn to swim, learn to swim, because it was about California breaking up. Right, and right, that right. was the big scare. Yeah. No one says that anymore. Yeah. That, I, I haven't even thought of that since yeah, the 90s, Brad. But that's a great point. It's because one they smoke do screen after another. Every time, mm -hmm. exactly. And we all know in the 70s, it was global climate cooling, right? Right. It was yeah. a famous Time Magazine article yeah, or people just, or whatever mm -hmm. it was. What's next? Martians invading? I don't know. <laughs> that is what's next. That's what they're putting. I mean, they're hyping on. this up, and I don't know what There's, that is. You hey, see that you show on TV now called Resident Alien? I, I have never watched I, it. I watched the first episode. It was, it's kind of. <laughs> wait, wait a second. You just said you had no time for anything. You don't have time <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Now I, you're watching Resident I, Aliens? If I put on a show, I fall asleep within 30 That's, minutes. I, I, yeah. I won't give you that much shit. <laughs> okay. That's the same tactic okay. I use. It's my okay. go to bed kind of thing. Yeah. What entertainment? Yeah, so, okay, what's this all about? You know, but um, yeah, it's it's um, 
all smoke screens. I mean, you think about just from the past couple of years from COVID, what they keep throwing at us to get us to forget. Right. Okay. And it's just, I just don't believe anything. I guess why I can't watch the news. Let's mm-hmm. uh, can't watch. Let, let's pull up, uh, and I'm going to come back to this, Dawson, because I do want your opinion. You better. Let's pull up this. Uh, you better. It took a long time to write this thing. ChatGPT <laughs> mm-hmm. really. Uh, <laughs> so let's uh, pull, pull up Jane Moss. I want to show this. This is on her Twitter account. Oh, we'll go to that article in a second. This is. Uh, uh, let's. I'm going to put my headphones on here. This is Jane Moss, and it's hard to hear the um, dialogue here. But Jane Moss, who's going to be on the show on Tuesday. This is her during COVID when she resisted the governor's illegal orders. We have to say this, illegal orders. Now, there's actually a case right now that the Supreme Court is taking up on this issue. Actually, it was about, in particular, the mask mandate that was instituted yeah. under mm-hmm. the yeah. mercy orders, which I, you can imagine how these justices will actually look at the law. But these are illegal orders. Anyone knows a governor can't just take amongst himself emergency powers and just write laws himself. That's that's. Contrary to America. So this is a uh, two local cops. Uh, this guy, I don't know if he's the chief of police or whatever he is, in plain clothes. You'll see the uniform cop next to him when they leave. But they're actually giving the orders to Jane Moss when she opened up in December 2020. I wanted to show this to people again because we can never forget this happened. And she owned a restaurant? Say that again. She owned a restaurant? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the Boardwalk Bar and Grill in East Grand Forks. Okay, I mean, first of all, Jane Moss, sweetest person on the planet. Love her to death. She's going to be here making the trip five hours down south to come join us for Tuesday night. Go to actionforliberty.com if you want to register for that event. Free event, by the way. I forgot to say it. Free event. We just ask the RSVP so we got a head count because I think it's capped at 200. And uh, anyhow, uh, the idea that they come and enforce this stuff that is so clearly apathetic to the constitution and the freedoms of this country mm-hmm. and what i love about this is then jane moss is welcoming these next customers in and she's such a sweetheart like oh where are you coming from thanks for coming in you can see so wherever you want mm-hmm. now we did a tour of minnesota uh you, this is before we found you jesse you mm-hmm. came in 2021 we did a tour uh to the businesses uh, it was eric mortensen and myself mm-hmm. and all the way up to east grand forks it was the last one on our stop there's actually two restaurants up there and um the thing that I noticed, there's two big things that I noticed. Uh, number one, oh, by the way, no COVID ever spread or no, they never have alluded to that this was a super spreader event. Any of the restaurants that opened up, Lisa Hansen, Lisa Monet, uh, Larvita, Jane Moss, never traced anything to them. Cornerstone mm-hmm. Cafe in, in, uh, in Monticello. No, no tracing. And even if it did happen, you know, that, that's our right. We're allowed to go out and live our lives as we wish. And, you know, we're allowed to take the risks that we think are, you know, allowed for ourselves. We're, you know, our health is our own responsibility. We can't 
force the government to say that it's uh, their responsibility to make sure that we're all safe. No, it's all up to us individually. Right, exactly. That's what freedom is. And by the way, even go to gyms, too. We had one gym owner down in southern Minnesota, and I can't remember the town, who temporarily opened up against the governor's orders, and he quickly caved. These heroes stayed the course. Uh, so uh, so two things I noticed. Jane, so first of all, the customers, oh, my God, they could be normal again. Because you remember what it was like. And gyms, oh, to me, were a real important thing. I lift weights every day. It sucks when you can't go to the gym. And it really sucks for guys like me. Luckily, I actually, it was kind of funny. I just had bought some weights from a buddy who I was like, dude, you're not using these things. I got lucky during COVID because then it's like COVID shuts down the gym and I had some free weights at home. I would I would love to buy, uh, um, um, yeah, I wanted some dumbbells. I didn't even have dumbbells at that time. And uh, kettlebells. Yeah. You couldn't find that. Like those things sold out so quickly. So people started feeling normal again going to those restaurants. And it was a great feeling. The other thing that was so good was these staff members. They finally opened up and they had huge donate or huge tips. Like huge. I had one lady, I think this was at Cornerstone oh. Cafe in Monticello, goes, I didn't know if I was buying Christmas presents for my kids. And the first day we opened up, I had enough in tips. I mean, mm -hmm. and I know because I gave huge tips too. Yeah. It just was such a beautiful thing. And they... I don't want people to forget. That's why we have to pass the never again bill in Minnesota. We cannot let that stuff happen again. Sorry, I can't. I had to get this off my chest. I posted that last night because I want to like, as a prelude to saying that Jane and uh, Lisa are coming on a show. And then this tweet kind of got a little viral, at least viral for us because, you know, our Twitter's relatively new. Let's go to comments here. I'm sorry. I'm ignoring a lot of the comments. Jesse. The first one says, Jake, when are you going to start lifting again? Yeah, that's from Brad Ganser. <laughs> uh, I see Brad. He's been ducking but, uh, me, Brad. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been calling and texting you, Brad. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brad Ganser, uh, you better you gotta watch it there, buddy. Let's yeah. go left. Anytime. <laughs> <Yep>. Anytime, <laughs> Brad. And I'm seeing we'll, uh, we'll bring cameras in. Yeah, right. And I'm seeing Bad Hat Harry wants their $20 back from their last Rumble rant after uh, giving Dawson a rant on that one. And, uh, you know, maybe Dawson shouldn't be using the Truth Hurt Show channel to uh, spread uh, climate propaganda in What's the chat. What's he spreading on here? Oh, it's it's government, you know, BS resources. Come on, Dawson. <laughs> We're better than that. All right, Dawson. We'll go back <laughs> to We're this We're better again. than that. Jeez. Oh, Brad says any time. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll, bring it, we'll make it happen. We'll bring Brad Kohler, too, who wants to bench 610. Just for clarification. I, some people might not know this. If you see the Truth Hurts show commenting, that's me. These yep. guys are too busy doing that <laughs> yeah. stuff. That ain't me. Trust me. <laughs> I might have a laptop in front of me. That ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you can bench now? Uh, not too much. My shoulder's really bad. That uh, usually couple, happens. A couple when years you... ago, when I still had the gym, a friend and I were going for um, uh, see how many times we could bench two twenty five. Yep. Uh, There's a YouTube video of me. I you know it's not a true bench press, but I banged it up like old school. Yep. You know, just banged it off my chest. Mm -hmm. 73 reps. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Gosh. Yeah. That's yeah, you'd be a rock star at the Combine. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what they do at the NFL I, I know Combine I, is the These kids that, you know, I was like, all right, I can still do 225 for 25 reps easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can't do that. And, and they're in the Combine. NFL camps doing maybe 30. I mm -hmm. Honestly, I can bang up 225 for 30, not even warmed up. I mean, that's very mm -hmm. impressive. But, of course, if you did 610, I mean, that's or 610 or 615. 605 on the bench. 605, mm -hmm. yeah. 315 I mean, on that curl. Nice. Yeah, that's so impressive. Yeah, and we got another Rumble Rand here from uh, JL Jass. A4L, thanks for hosting Brad today. Great interview. 
uh, Jen J from Brooklyn Park. So yeah, thank you very much for that, Jen J. Hey, thank you. Thank and you. by the way, I have to stress this. Hi, Jen. Yep. Part, part of <laughs> Brad part of, says I. Part of my contract. Just have to specify. This is not Action for Liberty. The Truth Hurts is independent now. Just so people do know. Yep. Although I still work with Action for Liberty and support Action for Liberty as my political. Uh, op- as as my political nonprofit, but just so you guys know, this show is independent of Action for Liberty, which is why we got you on here today, Brad Kohler. Hmm. Um, all right, so uh, let's go back to your climate change. All right, what do you? Yep. What? I don't know why you show me a document, Dawson, and yep. you just don't answer the question. What do you actually? Believe? You guys haven't given me time to talk. I That's actually. True. That's what I was trying to do. I was and just trying to silence you. <laughs> the the crazy part is that the title of this document is what I believe: humans are causing global warming, and that's a bad thing. Humans Super are simple. causing it. That's that's your contention. Sorry. And and or are a factor of it. Uh, okay, we, we agree on a factor. Okay, okay. Kay. I think it's naive to think mm. it's a factor. That's a good stop. Yeah. Okay, so okay, good. We we agree with that. And All then right. Jesse asked me how much. How much? Yeah. So since 1880, average global temperatures have increased by about one degree Celsius, 1.7 degrees. And that's all human caused? Give me a freaking second. Global temperature is projected to warm up, blah, 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 blah. I don't care about projections. I'm I'm more more focused on what's happening right now. And so the the bigger question is, do you think the government... No, you're doing what I did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you done with your thought? I don't want to interrupt. Well, so then you're... One of you asked, humans are causing it? And the answer is yes, they're a factor in that. Yeah. Okay. They okay. Are so then the question goes to what do you think the government needs to do about it? You're, you're arguing, mm-hmm. you know, are you saying that we should have these carbon emission standards to where, uh, you know, electric vehicles are going to be the law of the land, that it's all going to be made in China, that we lose all of our uh, manufacturing jobs? You know, where are you going with this? So if I was the president of everything and I could decide what kinds of cars people are using, all that stuff. I would say that, no, it's not mandated, but it should be made as accessible as possible for people. So if it's hard in the middle of Idaho or something to get an electric car working because there's no ga- or there's only gas around there, that kind of thing, that needs to be made more accessible to people is what I would that's Meaning what, I would what say. though? What does it mean? Be- more accessible? If that means... Just allowing have, the marketplace to work? It, yeah, for, for like... Um, if roads are inaccessible for electric cars in the middle of nowhere in some places, we should try to make that accessible. If people can't, like there are no charging stations in Detroit Lakes or something like that, we should focus on getting those there for the people that can so get So who electric pays cars. for that? That would end up being the government. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. And Where then the government get their money? <laughs> is it, who, yeah, government money comes from people. And yeah. uh, where's the power? Or, or well, hold on. Where's it the, out of nowhere, what's right? The, what's the power that's uh, being supplied to those uh, electric electricity. charging stations? What's that? Electricity. Yeah, no, but where's that power coming from? Wherever they take coal? electricity Majority from. coal plants, right. Yeah. Right. But no matter what, carbon emissions are way less when it comes from those sources instead of No, no, no. Coal, coal has a higher carbon emission than oil. To, so, right. So you take coal and then you burn that to make electricity and then you have more electric output versus how much emissions are being put out with a get with gas cars only so dawson yeah what i'm hearing from you is it's more efficient that's the the word i'm looking for what's that (laughs) it's more efficient is the word i'm looking for what i'm hearing from you as dictator well let's talk about mining 
Should we talk about mining? Do you know all that? I don't know anything about mining. Okay, of course you don't know that one. Okay. Right. So is there any of this about way more mining that needs to be done to mine the uh, lithium and the parts of the battery right, to the create battery. those batteries? Sounds like more. By the way, we right we're not doing Minnesota. that in America. We're doing that in yeah. China, right? Right. Yeah. When we could do it much cleaner, yeah. much more effectively. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with oil. Uh, if we allowed for our own American oil companies to drill, uh, it'd be a lot better and a lot cleaner than the oil that uh, Biden is begging from Saudi Arabia or Venezuela. Uh, we should be having that American-made. You know, okay, Brad, so to your point, that was another big scare tactic, fracking 10 years ago. It's kind of hilarious how the left has had to abandon that because it, science does not suggest they were right about that issue at all. So no. so you get, you guys seem to concede pretty fast that global warming is real and does is affected by humans. I wouldn't say I concede at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this. You know, The problem we have is we can't look back a thousand years ago and see the trend of our of our planet and mm -hmm. the what 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 happened with the weather and things like that or 10,000 or 100,000 we can't see what happened in its cycle and there's there's the only thing we have to compare from is when we've been alive in the past 100 years is, mm -hmm. is basically anything recorded by the news mm -hmm. is what we have but we don't go back you know 5,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 years ago to see the cycle that has that we have to compare it to. Well, so, I well, mean, is it can is it different? It's different, but is it a factor? It, it may or may not be. It is. It Wait, is. Wait, what is? Hum humans have have a factor. In but it. how much of a factor? How I, much? I agree that there's a factor. It's and yeah. our, you know, how do we know that it's going to be bad for the Earth to warm up a degree oh, or there, two? There's a great argument you know? that you're making right there. Yep. Because okay. yeah. th th that's well, the thing. You know, it, yeah. it's uh, we look at uh, Antarctica. You know that that you know if you go back however long ago, uh, that was not always covered in ice. Uh, you know, the, right. the Earth is a naturally again, healing property. Again, we're going. Are we, do we have enough evidence? And you know, I guess what do you call it? Uh, just information to look at the cycles. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, could we predict really last year? Could we predict that we're going to have two snow days in Minnesota? This year, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's not even no. a snow day today. No, yeah, now it's all melted again. Right, you can't. <laughs> I mean, because we, that... we can't predict that. So how can we predict that? A hundred years ago, that right. something like this happened. So How do we know so it's not normal. What's getting yeah. conflated there? By the way, there, last winter, lots of snow and very frigid. Very long. Yep, very long. So what's yeah. getting conflated there is weather versus climate. Since weather is very short term, you know, within a year, within two years, that's more focused on weather. But when you're looking at climate <clears throat> trends, there are clear distinctions on. Yeah, but I, I actually think Brad's making a good point because that's what mm -hmm. the left continues to do. I watch uh, uh, Bring Me the News, which has got that dopey. Uh, uh, gay guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, why, am, why is it slipping my mind? Uh, the little, Sven Sundgaard, the big climate change dude. Oh, yeah. He got canned from Care 11. I can't remember what right. thing he did, but he did oh. something that was like. Hit on Jason, probably. I don't know. No, it was even <laughs> like. Uh, no, was, he's on I'm CBS. Kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he did something no, that was I know. like. Just, I like Jason. They eventually show, by the way. had. They, <laughs> you watch that show too? No, Brad, I. Why'd you watch the news, from Brad? Uh, <laughs> We, no, it was. Uh, he said something that even the left had to turn on him. Any I got can, so they picked him up. Bring me news. And it's like everything is global warming, and so they're all taking weather events, especially hurricanes, and go, "Look, this just proves the Earth is warming. We need to change it." But let's get past those little subtle little arguments of the whole grand scheme of things. 
the reason we were having this discussion, we were talking about the climate change policies and farming in Europe no. and what's right. happening. No, no, no. And no, the no. point I was trying to make to you yeah. is, yes, we can all admit that humans have an, an impact it on the like, climate. It sounds like we aren't admitting that, though. We are admitting it. You yeah. can't tell us how much that impact is. I like right? Brad Ganser's comments. Well, no, no, we'll up here. shut up. Do, do you, can you <laughs> yeah, tell us yes. how much of an impact yes, we're having? Yes, I do. I can say that this is very debatable at all levels. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, okay. I, well, I, I want to hear his debate. Yep. How much of an impact do we have? Yep. Okay. So I've gone over that once. I'll go over that in a little bit. Um, Jesse brought up a point that you said was a good point. Um, so, like that at Harry says, Dawson is spinning everything that brainwashed kids spin. Have you ever studied anything with a contrary point? But but bad at <laughs> Harry, I love that. Hey, listen, he you is go, a boy. young guy. He's a young guy. Yeah. He's recently graduated from college. Dawson is not. He's not. He doesn't play teams here. He I, is literally yeah. here. The best part about it is Dawson doesn't even vote, guys. So it actually doesn't matter. In yeah, the end, I can't. Right? I can't complain about any of that stuff. <laughs> so but look at this. Is the great thing is this is how a lot of people in his generation think. So let's. Right. Figure this. Out. I get. I'm gonna just make a prediction. Dawson will be super red pilled within about a year or two, <laughs> by being on the show. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, okay. I, I and I think your your opinion is valued, um, and I like what you're saying. Thank you. I, I do like a little bit of a debate. I like to hit hit that other side information, uh, and and hear it. It's just that you know how do we come up with the right answers though, and. You know, the problem is we have the wrong people making the wrong answers for, you know, for us right now. Jay Les, Jay, yeah. JL Jess says, there's the problem, college. <laughs> That's so college, true these days. college is right, a little overrated go ahead. these days. Dawson, yeah, go ahead. Cool. Make your point. College, college is actually where I learned to make a document like this that fast. Yeah, well, they didn't have mm-hmm. chat GPT in so, college, but okay. Well, you went ahead. to PU, right? PU? I went to U then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so Jesse's question was what's, like, basically – so the earth no my question to you was no 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 we're, we're what, attacking no, no, the other no. one what first. is the impact how much of an impact yep, and do we, will, we have and we will get to that right but of course, you said we'll that jesse's it. point was good and i'm gonna say jesse's point is not a point look at what william howard taft's bath oh gosh, please, says that's a great name by the way you guys remind me of me and my uncle debating when i was in college give dawson some time out of it and he'll come around see this is this is why i said dawson i love having these conversations because people are this is the arguments people have with friends and with uh, relatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, this it, is why I never used to talk politics. That's right. Yeah. Most people do a heated debate, <laughs> mm-hmm. and let's go. Let's walk into the cage and figure it out. I know. That's <laughs> no, all. Exactly. Listen, Brad. I come from a family now. I don't initially. Come, I was born in Minnesota. My dad's from Iowa. My mom's from North Carolina. They ended up. My dad went to seminary in the Twin Cities where I was born. Then we lived in Wisconsin most of my life till I became adult and graduate college and uh moved to the twin cities so you know i noticed coming here that it's not what most people do around here is talk politics i grew up in a family we talked politics and it's kind of laughable because you know we're all like conservatives sure and but we'll find that 0.01 percent that we disagreed on and we would be screaming at each other yeah Yeah. and then then a bucket of chicken comes to the table, and suddenly we all are peaceful again, and we yeah. can have dinner together. And yeah. That's how I grew past up. Potatoes. Yeah, past <laughs> potatoes. Yeah, past potatoes. And we just never let it get to ourselves, but it seems like that's really against a lot of the culture around here. Go ahead, Dawson. How much of an impact are we making on the climate? No, that is Are you going to keep filibustering? Point. That's not the point that I'm talking about. So is it a big deal if the earth heats up a degree? Like, who cares? That's that's the point that Jesse was making, and mm-hmm. we've heard that before on the show too. Even even if even if 
I don't even think we should have that argument. If it's good or bad, we shouldn't even have that argument. Why? The question is, can we affect that 1%? Yes, we can. Or the one degree. Oh, you know that for certain, huh? Yes. What's the science now, behind Now, can I that? go over my point that I'm trying to get to five times okay. now? Okay. So sea levels rise. We've heard that. Climate would continue to change. Hurricanes become worse. Droughts and heat waves may last longer. Precipitation patterns could change. So on and so forth. It's a lot. Specifically for the Midwest, though, we would experience more extreme heat, heavy downpours. Again, that precipitation is changing. Wait, wait, a lot. you just said uh, a degree warmer, but you said yeah. more extreme heat. It uh, doesn't seem to match yep. up with what you just said. No, it, it's the change of climate that that one degree has. Does that make sense? Okay, so but instead how does, of it how being it, 33 degrees outside today, it's going to be 34. Yep, or and th that's going to be sure. too extreme for us? Yes, or droughts could last longer, could. or precipitation starts getting harder. But, well, hold on, hold on. But if the ice caps there, there are melting, we'll massive, have more water. There was a there was a dust bowl in the 30s. Yeah. Like you you understand these things happen. There was an ice age. We were covered by glaciers yes. north of here for de uh, deck or centuries, whatever it's been, mm -hmm. millennia, uh, and then it suddenly melted and it created such an interesting landscape. So clearly, this stuff has happened way before us burning fossil fuels yep. so it's okay if we go back to it but but you know my argument is how much of an impact are we making you understand the stuff about, happens about like, a degree since 1880 how, okay prove that yeah i'll tell you, you what you're just correlating a, uh us using fossil fuels with the degree of temperature by the way very hard to also measure temperature over grand scale things but it's people act like they can. Brad Ganser's got a oh yeah, ten dollar <laughs> rumble rant from Brad Ganser. Dawson, how do you explain last winter? Well, that's, this will be interesting. Yeah, that's Thank just you. conflating yep. weather and climate. <laughs> and and noted. Hold on, hold on. That's a rumble rant. You have to answer it. <laughs> I, I just did. It's it's uh, the difference between weather and climate is basically half of this argument. Where climate is over such a long period of time. Climate is a composition of weather. Mm. Not necessarily. It depends on around, what but... time you're looking at, right? Because if you're looking at thousands of years, that's climate, right? But if you're looking at a winter, that's weather. I like your input. Thank you. Um, so th this... You sound Sorry. like a guy that's searching for votes out there. That's no, you, I just you sound say, like you know, I, 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 I like to hear his perspective on things. I do. I, I did and my best. I don't best. know. It's you know, screeching. It's like almost like the guy with the nails and the chalkboard when he talks. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> all love Dawson. <laughs> as you, Alley Cat's got a good point. We've had warm weathers before or winters before. It's true. As, as you keep getting older and develop, you know, certain knowledge, you know, those may change a little bit. They might not. But uh, I like I like the input. I mean, doesn't change the way I think about it, but mm -hmm. it's um, certainly. Um, informing well i think we should allow him to get get to the point where he could change our viewpoint i'm certainly open-minded on this stuff what would sell me on it well I, I guess my question to you dawson because i think we should tie a bow on this thing because i wanted to quickly oh. talk about this farmer thing is all these points we're not i don't know if we're gonna have an agreement on it but can you tell me what the impact on the climate will be with the stated objectives of going carbon free by 2030 or carbon i cannot do you think someone can? Yes. Okay. They can well, make why do you much... think that can happen? Because there's no one out there that can literally show you the data no. on what impact that will make. And just to complicate it a little bit more, China and India aren't following any of it. Nope. Mm -hmm. Sounds like they're the bad guys for not fighting climate okay. change. But once again, we know that farmers are revolting. Let's pull up this article. I think it's a CNBC article. This is a 
farmers are actually turning a corner here in uh, Europe. And this is such an interesting thing. And I, we should be talking about this a lot more. But obviously, the EU enacting huge policies, trying to be carbon-free or mostly carbon-free by 2050. Minnesota, Tim Wall says, hold my uh, white claw. And he goes, mm-hmm. 2040. Which can't possibly happen, by you the know, way. This is the opposite of these annoying climate protesters, the ones that are blocking the streets, the ones that uh, you know Tucker had mentioned in the comments earlier, the ones who had uh, just tried to desecrate uh, the U.S. Constitution, the ones who are throwing soup at the Mona Lisa, the ones who just want to get the attention and uh, you know cause all these problems. Uh, they're the ones who are blocking roads that have prevented host- uh, you know ambulances from uh, going and getting people who are, you know, some people have died because an ambulance was unable to get to them because of uh, these climate change protesters who just want to make a name for themselves. Okay, so basically um, because of what they're, so I think the best way to phrase this, I think most people understand this at this point, that the small farmer does not have large margins. They're barely making it. Uh, Hardest job out there, right? You know, you obviously, you're a wrestler. You know what tough work is. Uh, I I imagine your life is similar to mine these days. Life is, because I, you know, I I think you knew this. I I was an infantry officer, grew up in the Army in my uh, younger days. We both have done some rougher things in our life. Hell, you ended up homeless in 2011, as we learned today. And think you're probably like me. You wake up, you got a warm bed, climate-controlled scenario. Now, I get up early Mm -hmm. because I like to lift early. By the way, love the snow today. Shovel my driveway, and there's no one. There's like almost no one at the gym. Had like the gym to myself. So I, I want more of these snow days. By the way, maybe we do need carbon-free Dawson. Let's enact your policy so I get more of these snow days because <laughs> that's how science works. All right, but um, relatively easy life. Farmers don't have an easy life, especially around here. You know, they're loving this warm summer or warm winter. By the way, I got a buddy that still dairy farms. He has I don't know 150 ca- head. I mean, they're up milking at four o'clock in the morning. I don't care if it's 20 below. That's their job, right? And there's problems that go wrong all the time when you're farming. The margins are low. So farmers already have a tough time. Now the EU, some bunch of politicians who live in that cush life off of their money, by the way, their tax money, and they're telling them they got to be reducing their carbon footprint. By the way, they even go to the cows. That's the other interesting thing is the methane that's produced by cows there's efforts to try to reduce. We could go really down a rabbit hole here, even in the American West, trying to get rid of cows and cattle. But <laughs> wow. but yeah, that's where that's where it's getting in Europe. So there's pushback now. This uh, is an interesting thing. CNBC even reporting about it, how EU is now starting. And by the way, of course, like anything in politicians, those of you guys that are like, oh, it's useless. We can't win in politics. That's why you can win in politics. Even these draconian policies by the EU, these guys know they're about to lose elections. And I thought it was so funny how CNBC uh, phrased this because, of course, they're losing to the fringe far right. Um, oh, shoot. I've lost my place. Um, let me just do a quick word. Search. Here we go. Europe's reassessment of its climate policies come as the bloc approaches EU parliamentary elections in June, which are expected to bring in, quote, more far right and fringe lawmakers into the parliament. So in the end of the day, in democratic-like countries, politicians, their number one objective is get reelected. And when their policies are hurting farmers, which I would argue is some kind of global elite agenda, right? Yeah, I think. 
<laughs> do you think? I do think. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's a lot of reasons why I like you for Congress, by the way, <laughs> Brad. A lot of reasons. Well, thank you. That that alone, right there. Do you know that when uh, Tim Walls was in office in uh, in Congressional District One, Jesse found this out. Um, mm-hmm. 2010, I think it was. He was a signer on a resolution praising Klaus Schwab and the WF. Yeah, it was it was a whole resolution dedicated to praising them, saying they're doing great work. We love Klaus Schwab. And uh, it never passed Congress, but... No, it passed. Uh, what are you talking about? It passed Congress. I'm pretty sure it didn't. I'm pretty sure it was just introduced. But regardless, you know, that's who... You know, Tim Walsh showed his cards right there that he's a globalist who, uh, you know, that that's uh, what society's on. It's, it's the globalist versus we the people. Uh, I'm going to post this right now, Dawson, in the show notes here, because uh, I love that look that Brad just gave me. Like, what? Really? This is a well, line Well, when line you say 16. that name... I, I want to come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I feel that don't know if I can be in the same room with that man <laughs> yeah. without really expressing my, you know. I hear you on that mm. one. Okay. Tim Walls uncovered. This is from February 7th of last year. Oh, it's been a year since we covered this. Uncovered. Tim Walls supported the globalist World Economic Forum. You own nothing and be happy. You'll eat bugs. Your every move will be tracked. The United States will not be the superpower of the world. Globalist countries will. That these are statements by Klaus Schwab, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is Jesse writing. There are evil forces in the world that want people to be slaves for their government. The WF is perhaps the biggest enemy we have in this fight. They're anti-American, anti-freedom, anti-human. We have witnessed the destruction. Okay, I'm just going to go past the editorial. Yeah. Walls was one of 59 co-sponsors for H.R. 1148, which was titled Expressing Support for the Mission and Goals of the World Economic Forum. This resolution was a perfect way for the WF to locate their pawns to implement an anti-freedom agenda. See the full text below. So this was in front of the 111th Congress, mm-hmm. uh, date March 9th, 2010. And basically in the resolution, it says, whereas, let's see here, there's literally Klaus Schwab in it. I haven't seen this since we probably last covered it mm-hmm. yeah and i'm looking at the bill itself uh that it was never passed in the house it was referred to the house committee on foreign affairs and introduced into the house but uh that was uh the extent that that resolution reached here we go whereas the world economic forum continues to focus international policy towards partnership peace and prosperity now therefore be it resolved that the house of representatives and this is bullet number two honors and congratulates Klaus Schwab for creating the World Economic Forum and for his 40 years of successful leadership. Mm-hmm. Now, the signers on this thing, did you say it was passed in the House and it was no. referred? No. It just went to uh, went to the committee, but it's that almost, was about it. It's almost sad, even more sad that it, was, uh, it didn't even pass. But you have um, 48 Democrats and 11 Republicans that signed on board. Let me just read the Republicans here, see if there's any that stand out, because I think I remember this right. Yep, there it is. Paul Ryan. The mm-hmm. uh, He wasn't the Speaker of the House, but Paul Ryan was on this. So Tim Walls. Now, Tim Walls is a uh, very junior uh, Democrat from southern Minnesota. Why the heck is he on this piece of crap legislation? Yeah. Uh, or resolution, I should say. So a total of 59 people that signed on to this thing. Wow. March of uh, 2010. There you go, Tim Walls. Yeah, birds of a feather flock together. Right. Okay, so I, I would argue that these guys have sinister things. This is where we started having the debate in pre-show, Dawson. I'm like, God, we, we're doing the number – we're breaking the number one rule of entertainment is 
don't have these debates off camera. It's much more interesting on that's, camera. That's why I have mine ready now if we want to start. Well, it. my point here is none of these guys can tell you exactly or even close to what the impact will be from their policies. However, what we do know is it's killing the small farmer in Europe. So how can you go forward with these policies, Dawson, mm -hmm. when it's hurting hurting uh, farmers, which actually control the food supply, when it's harming you and I, it's raising our taxes and putting energy prices up? How can you make these arguments if we don't even know how much of an impact? You can't even measure the program's effectiveness. I have not looked at that yet. I was just trying to prove to you that climate change is real with this thing that I put together. Well, no one's arguing the fact that the climate's changing. That That's the other little sleight of hand by are, the are left. We, is, are we on that now? What's is that? Climate, climate change is happening and is real? We've always, uh, everyone agreed with that. Climate's always changing, by the way. Okay. The question is the earth warming. And it seems to me the earth is gradually warming to a degree and humans have some impact on that. How much of an impact, <coughs> excuse me. Right. How much of an impact we do not know, no one does know, by yes, the way. Yes, we do. I sh yes, we do. No, we don't. Oh, go ahead. Yes, we do. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, okay, remember that graph? Tell me that the I science showed? behind this. Remember that graph that I showed? That since 1880, average global temperatures have increased by about <laughs> 1 degree Celsius or 1.7 sure. degrees Fahrenheit? Yep. That's the effect that humans have had on it because there's nothing else that could have caused that. What, so what, what caused the uh, melting the of the polar pipeline? Yeah. No, I mean, no. What caused, no, what caused the end of the that. Ice Age? You can't. You're just correlating the advent of of uh, the Industrial Revolution with with the Earth warming. Yes. You can. Ex how do you explain all the other warming periods throughout history of of the world? I, I mean, clearly we know. You, you don't disagree with the science that glaciers used to dominate the northern landscape, right? No, of course they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So those melted, right? Yes. Okay, good. We we agree with that. So I'm just curious, what chart do you have on that one? What caused that melting period? What caused the climate change back then? Correct. Well, that would have been the cycle of whatever the sun has to do to get. And but the but of course that cycle couldn't be happening right now. Right. Naturally, it's just is us, right? Scientists, you see the junk science you're you're iterating here, don't you? No, scientists say that the Earth is warm. It has warmed since 1880 by a degree celsius because of human interaction you know what i find so interesting is he says scientists say that you know it's like years what's it i always find it funny too when people quote like well it's nasty economists say this i'm like economists that's like saying yeah. a politician yeah. I, I you know we get again the the hood pulled over our eyes constantly on what to believe and whoever pays the most to get the information in front of us is what we start believing because that's we think is all that's out there as far as news. We mm. don't do our due diligence sometimes to really research what is the alternative there, what, what is the the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And so rather than being sheep, we need we need to start doing that due diligence. And I said I appreciate what he's saying because I'm getting another side of things that, you know, I, I respect his point, but I have my own. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's just, uh, I, again, I've been in here for 59 years. And I've seen changes every year, and nothing's the same. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I've been here since, you know, 1964 when they've threatened, you know, World War III since then, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's been, you know, all these things going on. You just, it's hard to believe what they're saying sometimes. 
Um, and again, I'm, I'm tired of the news because they're all lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have a point about that, too. But really quick. So climate change is natural and it is cyclical to a degree, right? Or more if, or more than just a degree. Right. So even <laughs> if humans are just causing like a little bit of the climate change, like at the end of the day, it's a little warmer, whatever. And the climate has been colder before. It has been warmer before. Ice age, it heats up, glaciers melt, all that stuff. But when that stuff is happening, it's a, it's a freaking ice age. It's an extinction event when those changes happen. Back then when the ice, the glaciers were big and then all of a sudden that goes off, oh, there goes a ton of animals, there goes a ton of plants, and they have to start from the beginning. Right, so a, I guess the burden of proof is to prove that there's going to be some sort of cataclysmic event uh, because of human activity with uh, carbon emissions. That's that's what has to be proven for climate change to be real? Well, because, What's... yes, you're literally ending the uh, energy system, which is causing skyrocket energy prices, hurting farming. I'm not literally doing that, no. No, no. What you're advocating for in terms yeah. of carbon policies are, is doing that no. to the point where— it is not. <laughs> you, you remember what disagree with the whole farmers revolt you, in Europe? You, re, you remember what so it was it was everybody should have the most accessible to electric that they can right electric cars let's just say cars oh you're saying if you're dictator of the world yeah so if okay, it's, if it's okay. mine <laughs> okay I got it. Fair, fair point but Dawson I'm saying the people quoting the science that you're quoting it is that, science no it's, it's not facts, science yeah. you can't say, you can't pop, yes it's from here's NASA. why it's not science no one can actually do the experiment on the climate. That's the funny thing. It's like we can do a lot of the scientific process. We can do that a lot in laboratory, chemistry, even biology do degree. We cannot do this with the climate because guess what? The climate has too many factors. There's no laboratory for running the experiment. That's why it's all junk science. You can't tell me what any of these policies will do overall to the climate long-term at all. You can't, and no one can. Okay. So I, I disagree. What is science? Well, okay. What is science? What is yeah, science? What, like my sources are bad. They're from NASA. They're bought and paid for. Whatever. I have this written down. These sources cannot be trusted. Is a point that they will bring up. At the end of the day, if your arguments need to boil down to you can't trust facts or you can't trust those facts, Nobody's I trust mine. That. Then this argument is an exercise in futility. Such an argument expresses a deep tr- distrust of scientists and science itself. Which you can't argue against. Well, by the way, yeah, you could actually, because I would say during COVID, there's a reason to disagree with the scientific community that we're pushing for vaccines that we were told over and over again were safe and effective. Yes, you can. And they didn't end up being safe and effective. You can disagree with the science, but it's impossible to argue with someone who disagrees with the science that you were citing. Uh, First of all, science is made to be. Science is made to be disagreed with, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not uh, yep. law. I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's impossible to argue with someone who disagrees with the science that you're able to cite. But it's hard to say fact. Yeah, but you're not citing. Mm-hmm. Dawson, you're not citing. Right. And yes, you just have to think common sense here. You're not citing yeah. any scientific study that can show the results of a certain policy and how that will impact the world. Right. And I'll that just give you the greatest case in point out there, okay? You can go back to uh, Mr. Climate Scam uh, Artist Number One, El Gore, and if you watch Inconvenient uh, Truth, everything mm-hmm. he said in that film 
would have transpired by now, and none of it was true. Is, is Al Gore got a lot of money for that? He did get a lot of money. Yeah, that transpired very well. Oh, is yeah. Al Gore a politician or a scientist? Yeah, he was the vice, the vice president. president. Yeah. So I wouldn't care what he has to say on. Well, he was the saying he was citing the oh, science. Man. Okay, well, Dawson. Dawson, we can live in the fantasy world where you're dictator, but then there's the reality where the globalist oh. politicians are the ones who are controlling this. But entire then there's thing. the reality where it's a where it's a conspiracy, right? Oh, it's a conspiracy that uh, you know all these uh, politicians want to exert their control and use the government to weaponize against the people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's so, re- that's so real life. Again, well, you're, you're hey, Jay Last Jazz says a really good point, and this is actually should just end the conversation. It's sure. like if these guys are we to believe these guys warning us, then why is Barack Obama buying oceanfront property on Martha's Vineyard? I can answer that. Go ahead. Why should we care? Why do we care? Why do we care? Because Obama promotes the Hold agenda. On. Why do he we promotes care? the agenda knew, that they cl- the, uh, if I knew something bad was going to happen, I'd sure stay clear of it. You would yeah, say yeah. so clear. His <laughs> right? property is one asset, his massive asset. Yes. Would be underwater if we, he was to be right about yeah, everything. And that's pretty stupid, right? But he's not a scientist. I'm talking about the scientists. I don't care what the politicians have to say because they're just in it for the money. They're in it for. Do you believe? Hold on. Do you believe scientists are without bias? Do you do you not believe that science can be hijacked by politics? They can be, but in cases they're like also, this, but, well, hold on, hold on. They can be. Yeah, they can be to a large scale. Do you, do you understand that was one of the big things we should have learned from the pandemic? The fact we still can't say that that the virus leaked from the Wuhan lab. Well, the fact we still can't say that means we have we are not just pursuing truth in science. Nope. We are. We've let politics rule the roost. Yes, yep. I, I, yes, politics has ruled the roost, and I think I, from the beginning I thought that's stupid. When, when, so then why, why wouldn't you think that if they did this on COVID, that they wouldn't do this the thing that's literally upending the energy and food system? So we have our we we have our differences on thoughts on COVID, and I have yet to write that document. I'll do that one next. I can't wait. Um, but but <laughs> specifically, like we keep on getting away from. The climate change part, right? Yes, but do you, uh, you, do you know who oh, funds ahead. science experiments? Well, which one? It's a very good point. Yes, <laughs> it's mostly yeah, government right. funding, by the yeah, way. Okay, run this way a little bit. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely well, fund that's you. Right? Yeah. And by the way, uh, <laughs> most research in terms of uh, uh, viruses and medicine and stuff goes through the NIH and and the guy that was at the forefront of that was Anthony Fauci. Fauci, yeah. But mm-hmm. let's go back to the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make, Dawson. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me. I mean, just let's get with common sense here. No one can tell me what the impact these policies will have on the climate long scale for two massive reasons. The, the one that's kind of minor, but still major, I guess, is the fact that China and India doesn't even accept these policies, so they're going to continue doing what they're doing regardless. Yeah, yep, but like number two, end. which is far more important, all the other factors that go into climate change, like, for instance, I don't know, the sun, which we, I huh. think you could believe, but we have no impact on the sun, right? You at least are humbled enough to know that we have zero impact on the sun, right? The, the sun is a constant, and that's actually what well, makes Well, the that, sun's not a constant. That's what makes that graph that I showed you, that's what makes it work. That's the what su- the sun is not a constant at all. It is like literally not a constant. What do you mean by literally not? Me- a constant? Meaning like the sun changes. There, the it sun does. actually injects objects into outer space yep. all the time, yeah. and actually it could be a big problem okay. for the United so States. When I'm, when I'm you saying, need to get going. I'm sorry, we're in overtime hours here. What, what's your? We're okay, go ahead. Okay, when I, when we'll I'm go for ta- another five ten minutes. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm ta- sorry about that. We're using an hour and a half, but this is too damn interesting. I hope you guys are enjoying it at home. This is too damn interesting, Dawson. You cannot look me in the straight eye and say, you know that these policies will have a certain impact on the earth long term, can you? 
I am not a scientist. That's not. Can that's a not scientist do it? it? And where's yes. that scientist? And what's yeah, that can, study? So scientists are not future tellers, right? They they can't say here's. Are you looking for a hundred percent certainty? That I this would love works? any certainty that we can go back and measure. So you wait, wait, go back. Well, and so so uh, Al Gore is supposedly citing scientists who. Okay. And, and you'd have to go look at the inconvenient truth. But he had the hockey stick, the infamous hockey stick. They weren't true. It was inaccurate. But those were supposed scientists, climate scientists. Wait, Talk well, about the hardest area I'd, of science ever, climate scientists, right? All the variables. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to look into those. I can't take what Al Gore says okay, and but think that do you means think, anything. Do you know of a study that shows exactly a good model for what the impact on the climate will be overall by these policies that are being enacted, there, it, there's a good chance that I can, but I don't think that you okay, would accept you don't, it. But no you don't matter. have it right now. I okay, fair well, enough, Dawson. Good luck finding it. Even okay. if I did give you one, I don't think that you'd accept it. No, I don't no, think no. That no. You would take that. Let's just say I will. Okay, but I just want to I want to throw this at you. If you cannot find this, Dawson, that we can even mutually agree on, but even even if you just personally can't find something, would you say then? What they're doing is wrong because we can measure the economic impact. And I, I could make another argument here, too. There are less climatic deaths today because of, of our reliable sources of heating and cooling, cooling in warmer climates and heating in climates like ours. Mm -hmm. Usually there's less climatic deaths for that very reason, especially when you're old. So there's a moral argument to it. There's actually a book written about the moral argument for fossil fuels making this case. But can you at least concede that if we cannot find a scientific study that has an accurate model measuring the impacts of these policies, that they shouldn't do these policies? Okay, so you're 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 putting together two things. You're putting together politics and then the the facts that you want. Well, we have to put exist, together yeah. the politics because the politics comes into no, it. So That's it sounds, who's making these policies. No, it right? sounds like it sounds like you're asking me less a question about facts and more a question about. Can we use these policies if these facts are? Well, that's true? all that uh, that's all that really matters here because I don't give a shit if you got a wacky scientist <laughs> that that uh, thinks Bigfoot is out there, mm -hmm. as long as he's not controlling the flow of our economy right. and the energy mm -hmm. system. What do I give a crap yeah, if he yep. believes in Bigfoot? Bigfoot's real, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to this. That one, definitely. I've seen videos. With. Yeah. <laughs> does Deep Buddy you know, Buddy Thirty Six um, does Deep State own an electric vehicle? I don't have a problem. With I, I love your passion, Dawson. Thank you. Uh, I, do. I don't. I, I do. You and and your belief systems do change uh, as you get older, and you know. But hey, hold on to that. And um, honestly, I I just love how you're standing your ground. Thank there you. There you go. I I do not own an electric vehicle. Jake needs to pay me more before I can get one. <laughs> well. Uh. <laughs> Only if you come to my side. No, kid. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll no, I love it. It makes it for you more if you just say, yes, we're right. <laughs> yeah, this show it shows the truth hurts. That's right. And we're watching how painful it is for Dawson to understand the truth. Who's <laughs> 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 the butterfly? Oh the brainwashing America's as old as oh, the hills. McGraw-Hill started with us years ago. All right. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Thank you, Brad. Very nice to meet you. I want you to back on the show. I think you're oh, thanks, fun guys. You guys to are awesome. read through the news this and talk about great. these things with. I'll bring my own heat. I'd be sure. <laughs> yeah. You'll have your own documents. <laughs> my own documentation on yep. global warming. Where do yeah. people go to find out more information about you? It's simple. Bradkohler.com. Kohler, K-O-H-L-E-R. Uh, that's correct. Just like the faucets, no relation. Bradkohler.com. 
and uh, there's a video on there that you can learn all about me. Um, and hey, I you know I'm just in this thing to try to uh, help our communities out. I, I like to bring us all together. Um, you know, I think that um, someone's got to get up there and help some of these common sense Republicans uh, help us gain ground back again. Mm-hmm. We're losing too much ground. That's right. And um, yeah, again, I'm running for Congress. Um, I'd rather meet you and build a relationship than have your money. So, but if you don't want to donate, you can donate one dollar. I would, and you do that at my website. I don't need your 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 money as much as I need to know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, absolutely, Jesse. Thanks for going yep, through thanks. the news with me. At- oh yeah, appreciate it. Yep, Jen just threw your uh, website in the chat there. So uh, anyone watching right oh. now, feel free to go into the chat and uh, click the link right there to view more about Brad. Odd one. Thank Admire you. the willingness to learn and change your opinions more than stand your ground. There you go. Dawson, it's been fun, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, someday we'll, we'll, we'll finish it. It'll yeah. No, I think we'll uh, continue it on. What are you doing on the 5th of Never? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really just do. I, I'm very open-minded on this stuff. You just know? kidding. I just, like, to me, yep. I see the scam. I, I just can't believe. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't blame Dawson for not seeing the scam yet. It takes a while to see what's going on. And then you start seeing, it's like, actually, it's some elites that are doing this thing. But that's too much to do in one episode. We'll have to get you there after, over time. Like we just did on the last episode, how Joe Rogan's coming around. You should go watch that on our Rumble channel. Red Pill Joe Rogan. Like, oh, it's awesome to watch him come around on all this stuff. Because he, like, traditionally comes from left. All right. Well, that's all the time we got. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Maggie Jess. Thank you guys watching at home. Thank you for everyone. Thank for you. The Rumble Rants. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe. We'll be back on Tuesday with Jane Moss, Lisa Anson. I cannot wait to do that show. And then we got the big event on February 20th at the Mermaid Mountains. You go to actionforlibre.com to learn more about that. Give Warren Wessel a call if you're selling your home, 612-419-7453. I got my notes also, Carla Nelson, the Patriot Carla Nelson. I'm going to put you on the email list. And Alpine Cabinetry in St. Cloud, thank you very much for sponsoring this episode. We'll see you on Tuesday.